Well, welcome to episode seven of Premature Bingo. We've got a great episode today. Uh, last week's episode was a lot of uh, rifting and kind of back and forth. This week's episode is going to be themed on scams. So we're just going to, that's the broad theme. We're going to talk about all different types of scams and kind of go from there. Um, but before we do that, we'll just do some weekly wine and catch up. So you got anything? Yeah, for sure. Um, so my weekly wine this week is just parking meters. Parking meters as a concept. Um, I'm really frustrated with them. There's a local town uh, that I live by that I like to frequent. Got a lot of good bars, good restaurants, just good place to hang out. And they have parking meters. And it's the parking meter without the credit card mm. thing. So you have to you have to have change. So, so you need change. So I don't like him for that reason because I mean, who's still carrying change? And it's just such an inconvenience too. Like you need seventy five cents in change for an hour. That, that's a good deal. I feel like in most places, well, like a dollar fifty. I'm just making up a number. Either way, dollar fifty. It's not like a clean, even amount. Oh yeah, you have to have right. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just throwing in loose change. So I hate that because of the inconvenience. Also, how are parking meters profitable? I just, I just don't get it because you have to factor in. People are just paying like just change, making like what eight bucks a day. Then you got to pay maintenance for the person to monitor that. You know, that's a full-time job. Yeah. I mean, if you do, uh, let's say a dollar an hour, 10, 15 hours a day, 10, 15 bucks a meter, but multiply by a hundred meters. Now you're talking some serious change. Yeah. But there's, I don't know, maybe, but still you have to assume that all those people are, are, are parking there and actually putting money in the meter. Like I never put change in the meter. I just kind of roll the Dude, dice with the ticket. Are you serious? You you raw dog the meter? <laughs> yeah, I raw dog the meter. Oh my gosh, you're a wild man. I raw dog the meter how, almost how, to a fault, and I think I've gotten two parking tickets in the past four years. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. Only yeah. two in the last four years? Yeah, just because I don't think anyone's checking them because people have just kind of given up on some of these parking meters. But I, I I'm just frustrated with them. I don't like them. If you have the credit card holder, it passes. It's fine. But just the fact that I had to f- try to look for loose change in my car, just to try to avoid a $20 ticket. I said, fuck it, dude. I'll just roll the dice. And if I get boned, I get boned. Who cares? Bro, like, that shame on me. But you're a wild man. I could never do that. Yeah, I, I do that all the time. Where am I going to come up with change? I don't bro, have change. If I don't have the change, I just won't park. I'll go you, find somewhere for free. But they're like, it's nowhere to park for free. I, then I, I don't know, man. I'll go to the bank and, and ask for a, a sack of quarters or something. I, I don't think I could do that. It's no, funny because I just raw dog it. The the I'm city a dangerous man. What can I say? <laughs> this is what being dangerous is like in your twenties. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, the place I work or whatever. The the meter is there. They're like super stingy. Where they have like the person walking around and they've got like some sort of like tablet or, or some yeah. sort of device that like tells tells them like what meters have a car at it that haven't paid. So like, I I because I know cause some of the people I work with like they've chanced it and they always get a ticket. So that's why yeah. I was so surprised. And you're like, Oh, I never, I never do that. Cause I'm like, Oh, like I know where over by where I work, it's an automatic, you know, 20, $30 ticket. Right. Yeah. So I have to, where I get my haircut, I got to park with a parking meter and it's in that same town. Never like never. I just think same thing. I, I bet you like just people have kind of given up. There's just been a mass boycott. And so people are like, we're not just going to, we're not going to enforce it. So I'm just kind of frustrated with parking meters. Only the ones that require me to use change credit card, huh? fine, easy. 
But the ones would change. Like, come on, grow up. Let, let's move into the 21st century. I, I can't believe those still exist. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, to your point, you have to go some, someone has to come around with a big sack and, and right. put all the dimes and, and nickels and quarters in there. Exactly. Yeah. The, you know what's which ones bother me the most, though? More than the change ones are the ones you have to download the app. Oh, it's like, oh, do you want to park here? Download an app, make an account, put in your credit card, and then you can put in this parking space. It's like, oh, my God. Like, right. I'm here on vacation. I'm, I usually, I'm parking here once. Yeah, because it's like I usually have, uh, I don't know, even if I don't have the change or whatever, I usually have a dollar or something or like the credit. I have my credit cards or whatever, right. but like having to download the app and make a whole account, it's like, dude, I'm trying to pay a dollar so I can go in here, buy what I need and come back out. Right, exactly. Like, dude, I'm just trying to go in, have a beer at this place, see my buddy for an hour and I'll be right back. Yeah. Like, enough. That's a parking meter. That's an all-time bad invention. Yeah. I mean, Although I understood in the, in, back in, in the, the olden ter- days. Yeah. <laughs> in the olden days. Yeah, back in the 1800s. Right. Yeah. Back in the 1800s. Dude, people were ro- – uh, this is a quick aside. People were roasting uh, me on – well, we did the would you rather. Would you rather be royalty or would you rather be right. an average person a thousand years ago or average today? And people were like – some people were like putting like history facts, like King Henry the Eighth only bathed twice in his whole life. And I'm like, I'm like, sorry, <laughs> like, I don't know history a thousand years back. Right. Like, my bad. <laughs> like, dude, this is a this is a goofy segment on a podcast. Who cares? I know it was funny though, because like all these people were commenting. Like, there must have been three or four historical comments, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I respect that. I'm glad they're calling you out on your bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I still stand by that one, but that's neither here nor oh, there. Because you're not a historian, clearly. <laughs> Yeah, my history could yeah. use some improvement. Um, yeah, parking meters, yeah. When you had to park your Model T, I understand why you need a parking <laughs> meter, too. The city needed to collect money. Right. And peop- more people had, like, women had change purses. I'm sure dudes were, you know, rocking purses back then. Or they had someone carrying their money for them. But, um, yeah, so parking meters. Not a fan. Over them. If you have the credit card, you can get away with it. Yeah. What about you? Uh. I've got I've got two for this week. The one is just in in uh, my work life or whatever. Just not even work life, but just life in general or whatever. When I'm on a Zoom meeting and there's like a, a bunch of people, like I am so bad at figuring out the right time to interject where I don't cut someone off. Like trying oh, to find the difficult. time like in between like yeah. this person's making their point and this person is gearing up to make a point. I have a point to make. And uh, I feel like I either interrupt someone like two or three times or I just wait until like it's silent and after everyone's talked and said like two or three rounds of talking, I'm like, all right, now I'm going to get in here. Yeah, that's smart. Wait till uh, you haven't spoken a lot and then, you know, interject back in because I think at that point, everyone else is thinking, all right, well, if Joey interrupts me here, it's because he hasn't spoke a lot or at least normal humane people would think that way. (laughs) Other people might just be so in their own head. Yeah, but I was just so bad. Like, I just I play like the oh oh like passing someone oh, in the yep. hall like I play that game. Oh hey, uh, like, oh, yep, oh, oh, oh 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 no you go oh no I go oh no 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 I insist or whatever like playing that game. And no I'm go like, ahead oh, I go hate ahead. this. Yeah. Just, ahead. I just want to talk. No it's fine it's fine and you get that passive aggressive <laughs> you're like oh, dude yeah you're like fine I'll, I'll give my shitty piece now. Right. I was just gonna, I was just gonna ask what we were doing for lunch. Yeah 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 <laughs> that would be good. No no yeah. no you go no you go oh, fine thanks yeah. Uh, I was just asking if you guys wanted Arby's. <laughs> I'm getting roast beefs today, so. But go ahead, Eric, about how the company's going bankrupt. <laughs> yeah, you interrupt for all the wrong reasons, <laughs> right? But yeah, that's I'm making worst. a DoorDash order today just to kind of maybe lighten up the mood. You know, the bankruptcy is yeah, kind of sad. Anyone, does anyone want fries? Right, yeah, fries. Do you want ranch with that? 
<laughs> the other one, uh, and this is much more serious. It's affected me on a deep level over the last several days. Okay. On Sunday, e- every week, we, you know, we place these stupid two touchdown score parlays <laughs> oh, with, yeah. with three players, <laughs> and the yeah. payouts are insane. So I had several on Sunday as I typically do, but the the one <laughs> I I, the one do. I had, it was. Uh, well, let me give you the people first, and then you you try and guess the odds or the payout or whatever. So oh, it was, that's good. It was Debo Samuel, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Jarek McKinnon for the Chiefs. Yep. Two touchdowns and Miles Sanders, two touchdowns for the Eagles. So I I, I wagered three dollars. What do you think the the payout was? Three seventy nine. <laughs> Bro, before I all right. So the way the games go Sunday, yeah. The Eagles playing the the one o'clock games. The Chiefs and uh, the Forty ers both play in the afternoon slate. Mm-hmm. So one o'clock games. Miles Sanders gets his two touchdowns. I'm like, oh wow, like this is cool. Yep. Four o'clock game starts. Jarek McK- McKinnon scores in, I think, the first quarter on the – it was a crazy Patrick Mahomes. He, I don't, oh, he, the egg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the egg throw yep. or whatever. So th- it was that one um, in, like, the first or first quarter, I think. And then Debo scores in the first quarter. That's right. Both, oh, yeah. And then – so Jarek McKinnon then, he scores again in, in uh, I believe, the third quarter. So I, so all I need is I – mean, you know what? I'm sorry. Maybe – I think it was – it might have been the second quarter. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is it was – Early in the second quarter in the in the Niners game, Debo already had one touchdown. So I needed one more touchdown. It was three dollars to pay out six thousand dollars. <laughs> what was the cash out? They didn't offer one. Oh, it was criminal. I would have, if dude, if they would have offered me like a grand, I would have taken it. Yeah, or or you could find. Uh, I was gonna say find like what the odds were and hedge it. Right, With but so Debo no touchdown. The ultimate Those odds probably would suck though. Well, the ultimate pain here is it's like the second quarter. The Niners are kicking the shit out of the Bucks. They're driving again. They hand the ball off to Debo. He runs for I don't know five six yards, and then like he rolls his ankle, and they oh, have to cart him hurt. off the yep. field. <sighs> and it was the <laughs> most the most devastating blow I've ever had in gambling, because it was like. It was early in the second quarter. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I have three quarters of the Niners, maybe two if they if they end up going up so big that they sit some of these guys. But mm-hmm. theoretically, three quarters of them shit pumping the Bucks and all these chances, and I six grand off of three dollars. I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And you need Debo Samuel, elite right. guy, to score, and he already Who- has one. And then it's like, right. and then he goes down, and they literally, and it's not like the type of injury where it's like you know the player like limps off. The field or whatever, oh, yeah, and no, he comes I saw back and like a pl- you know a couple plays. It's like oh, they card him off the field. It's like, God damn it! Like you know there's just done. there's no I ha- like I couldn't believe how bad of a beat it was. I've never been more disappointed in gambling in my life. Oh man, <laughs> that's so, what keeps you coming I, back. I, I had to. <laughs> no, I, I thought about retiring. That's how bad it was. No, <laughs> I always think about retiring for a week. I always every once in a while I need a week off. Do you ever do that? Yeah, and cool down and, until Monday night or Thursday night or Sunday yeah. or Saturday if the games are on Saturday. I'll do. I did a cool down when Michigan beat Ohio State. I did a cool down. Oh, nice. I had a cool down, um, just for that Sunday slate. And then I think I think I peaked at the Monday night game, and then after that I got down on some hot. Uh, yeah, I got down on like some hockey. Nice. Later that week, so. Yeah. That, but that, that was my cool down period. The, the I think that was the only week I didn't bet NFL. 
that's a lot of self-control i like it yeah <laughs> well not really yeah uh so yeah anything else or you want to dive into some scams <clears throat> no that, that that's really it let's dive into some scams i'm just trying to think of some bad beats i've had uh this week in gambling but i've been really limiting the amount that I, i'm all about quality as opposed to quantity and I can get down more on games that way. And I like that. It, it, I'm it, the opposite, and I've been getting my butt kicked. Right. So I um, I got a good play by the metrics the other day. Um, oh, here's something I want to inform the listeners and you. If uh, you don't have an account with Action Network, you can sign up with this, like, BetSync thing. It's a promo they oh, have. I know what you're talking. I know yeah. what that app is. Right. So if you sign up now, if you're if you ha- don't have an Action Network account, or if you just make another email, you can sign up with Action Network, link up the BetSync part of it, and then it gives you six months free of Action Network Pro. That's cool. Yeah, and usually it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, so, that's that's. Uh, I'll have to check that out. So I'm gonna I'm in the process of doing that. Anyway, they were a part of the reason why I got this pick the other day. It was Houston Rockets plus six and a half. But the Action Network Pro, like models and analytics, modeled the game as Houston minus four and a half. So okay. th- there's a huge, I mean, that's an A plus play. Right. And so I saw that because of the free report they had. And I hit that pretty hard. And that was a good win. And they were they were an outright winner. Nice. So that's, that's solid. Yeah, it's just cool shit like that. So that's a pro tip for all you gamblers out there. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Likewise. For sure. Um. Okay. So getting into some scams here. I don't know. Let's how go. I've been excited about this podcast for a while. I don't know exactly. I think this is gonna be a pretty loose format, but with the broader topic of scams. But to start us off, I wanted to kind of ease into it. So I want to first start off with a story. Let's do. So it. this story is about Charles Ponzi, and it's not really a story. This is just. You know about this guy yeah so in 1920 ponzi organized a company called the securities exchange Com- company in which he sold stock uh advertising 50 percent interest after 90 days the funds obtained from investors were supposed to be used to buy ircs to redeem in the u.s instead ponzi used funds obtained from new investors to pay off old investors by way of explaining why he did this ponzi blamed the universal postal union for s- suspending the sale of ircs once it learned about the coupon redemption sh- scheme after attempting to get around the suspension, Ponzi shifted to his Rob Peter to pay Paul scheme. For a while, it worked. He raked in $15 million, which is equivalent to $220 million in 2022 dollars, in the first eight months of 1920. He eventually got caught and went to jail. But I thought that was interesting because when I was doing some research for this podcast, I saw this pop up and I was like, oh, his last name is Ponzi. Like, is that what they named the Ponzi scheme after? And it turns out that was the case. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but... Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I, I just... um, Well, I'm, I'm kind of cheating because I have a degree in history. I don't want to sound pompous, but like, yeah. So I knew that, and I always thought it was a fascinating story, too. Um, Just that it had to have been done before, right? Oh, for sure. But of course. To, but how cool is that, that you were the guy who did this scheme that's been probably going on for a long time, you did it so well that that's what they named the scheme after. See, in terms of uh, something scam crappy being named after you, having a, a scheme named after you is actually kind of cool. It is too because it's not a complex scheme. It's probably it was probably going on for 
probably th- thousands of years before that. Right. Humans have always, as soon as we learned how to talk, we learned how to scheme each other. But he did it to the scale. Scam. Yeah, so yeah, big that yeah. we're going to name it after this guy. He pulled it off. If it wasn't him, it'd probably be Bernie. Madoff. It'd be called the Bernie scheme. <laughs> the Madoff <laughs> scheme, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I wanted to I wanted to just share that to set the tone here. Cool. And then uh, I've got a couple stats too. I figure I'll have you guess some of these. I've seen them already. But in the United States, um, this one I'm just going to read. One in 10 adults will fall victim to scam or fraud every year. Um, and one in 10 profiles on free dating sites is a scam, which, uh, oh, I, you know what? Forget that one. Uh, let me, let me go with this one. How many people do you think that are contacted by a scammer engage with them and engage just meaning like just respond, right? Like just, they, they respond in some capacity. 75%. <laughs> no, 50, 50. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, now get now guess this one. I got oh. a, I got a story for that. I'm one of those fifty percent. <laughs> oh no! Say it ain't so. <laughs> it, I, I shut it down quick. I shut it down quick. It was the first year at my new at my job. Now it was my first year there. It was in the first two weeks. Okay. And so I have my email attached to my phone. So I get an email, and I just look real quickly was my boss's name and i'm like oh well let me take a look at this because you could tell too and it said it was really formal so those ai bots hey give me a call but he used my name real quick and and if and it was like maybe 15 minutes after work ended so it makes sense that he would probably still be there need a call and so i didn't look at the i just looked at the name I didn't right, look not, at the not email. the actual address. So I hit reply. I'm like, um, sure, no problem. Uh-huh. Waiting for a response back. I'm glad I didn't call right then. I was waiting for a response back just to make sure it was good. And because he said, hey, can you call me real quick? And then I sent back, hey, yeah, no problem. When you need me to call you, I get the response back in a meeting right now. Can't talk. Can you do me a favor? And then right there I knew, ah, it's a fucking scam. Uh, like that's when I knew. But I'm yeah. like, ooh, yeah, yeah. It's like that, uh, oh, I had you there for a little bit. Yeah, that's a, that's a shitty one. Uh, I mean, it can be a good one depending on how it's done. But yeah, doing the, the email do-over where you have the same name but the address is different. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, you like, I feel like once you see it, like the kind of the first time, like once you're like, right. oh shit, like what what was that? Like yeah. then you don't you don't fall for it ever again. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, after that, it's. But the first yeah. time, like you have to do the double take. You're like, wait, wait, wait. Like, what is he saying? And then like, yeah. if it, it depending on what they say the first time, like if they say like something ridiculous, like then then you always check. But yeah, if it's just like, hey, can you call me? You're like what? Right. Yeah. Like I think I had that happen one time, where like my boss was like in the room or whatever, and like I got that email and I was like. He's like, yo, like, what's up? Like, <laughs> he's like, ah, what's up with you? I'm like, you want to talk? And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah. I just got an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you emailed me. But uh, so going back to the of the 50% of people contacted by or 50% of people that engage with a scammer, 30% did not lose money, which is great. 
23% did. I don't know what the other 7% was from the survey, but so <laughs> they kind of lost money. Oh, I don't know, but yeah. 23% of people losing money. And then the crazier one here of those approached by scammers on social media, guess Ooh. how many engaged on social media? I bet you, I'm going to say the numbers higher. I'm going to say 68%. So 91%, which is insane. I I should have put... Oh, okay. It's from... uh, This report is from legaljobs.io. Or at least that's that's where the article was. I don't know where this Mm. data is exactly exactly from. But... And of those 91% engaged, 53% lost money, which is insane. What? So the... Like, just going from... That's to online, nuts. like you can get so many more people, which is wild. I mean, that yeah, that that's nuts. But the like the fact that you got a, or at least in this report, there's a ninety percent engagement rate. Like even if that means even if okay, you know, most of those people maybe they just said like oh f off or whatever, but you still had fifty percent of people losing money. Like like that's crazy. Yeah, no, that's that's wild. I can't believe because also you got to factor, and I think what's blowing my mind is knowing how many people are on social media, how many people ninety one percent is of the social media users, thinking like, all right, that's a pretty big number, ninety one percent, then fifty fifty percent losing money. money. Yeah, I wonder how much. Oh, so this one here. So this estimated five point eight billion in twenty twenty. <laughs> Which I mean, that's a ton, and and that I think that might have been. Okay, never mind. But yeah, so five point eight billion in twenty twenty. That's estimation. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I wonder what the average per like what the average loss was. Dude, I don't know. I you definitely <laughs> talk about outliers. I right. Mean, holy yeah. crap! You get some dumb people with a lot of money. Yeah, and I also. That's Bro, right. let me, yeah. So, so uh, let me open this with, all right. So this type of scam is a super popular one. And if you fall for this, shame on you. You, If you fall for this, you deserve to lose the money. Like you're you're a, a dingleberry. Aren't there certain scams where you feel that way? Where you're like, you know what? I don't feel bad for this guy. Yes. And I th- this is one of them. So uh, people that get duped into thinking they're dating someone that they've only met online that maybe they've spoken to on the phone, but they, they've never seen in person that lives in a different state country, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it continent. And they send them thousands and thousands of dollars, whatever the, the reason is usually like, I'll, I'll give an example. There's just one. I was staying with my grandparents and they were watching Dr. Phil. Oh yes. Quality television. Yeah. Debatable. But <laughs> the the lady on Dr. Phil, she had inherited millions of dollars, a couple million dollars. And uh, she's probably in her, her late 40s, early 50s, mm-hmm. average looking woman. And she had over the course of less than five years, she'd sent this guy over a million dollars. Like in it wasn't obviously it wasn't all at once. Like it'd be like 20 grand here, 50 grand yeah. here. And it was this guy was saying like, Oh, you know, I, I I'm in the service over here, and blah 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 blah. Like we're we're shifting to different station. I need money for you know X Y and Z or whatever. And then, um, he he parlayed that into I'm trying to get into the country. Like I'm trying to get into your country, but I've, I've uh being held in in customs or whatever. Like they need like you know thirty grand or whatever. Oh, I'm sick. All this like. Yeah. But anyway, a million dollars over five years, and it's like, if someone scams you like that online. 
where you've never even seen them in person, you deserve to lose the money. Right. It's like that uh, Nigerian prince needs my help from Africa. That that on the tier ranking yeah. of scams, that's like the lowest level. It's Right. That is a dude in a basement just like, oh, fuck, let's see if this works. He's literally throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. But going back to the I know it's it's sad that people are are that, um, I guess, desperate looking for attention and, and yeah. love that it's like, I mean, deep down, unless you're really dumb, like part of you has to at least be like, oh, come on. Like, I haven't seen this person. And like, I'm, they're asking me to send money. Like, right. what's going on here? The thought had to have entered your mind. And then how does that how does that not dominate your mind? Right. So and the worst part about these people is these people are repeat offenders. Like it's so if it happens once, let's say let's say it happens once or whatever. It's like, OK, fool me once. Shame on you. Right. But if it happens again, because after the first time you've already told someone, you know, are you typically in your circle? Like, hey, like uh, this is kind of suspicious. Like I give this person money. Like, I don't know. What do you think about this? And right. At that point, the person hopefully will tell you that, you know, you're out of your mind. And then if you do it more than once, and God forbid, several times, I mean, you're just, you deserve to lose the money. Right. Like, you know what you're getting yourself into. Why are you taking that risk? Right. And it's like, it's just like, if you, if you haven't seen the person in person, if, if they refuse to to FaceTime you or meet with you and they only want to do phone calls or texts, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many red flags. Oh, yeah. So you are a, a sports book and you're creating the odds of one of those situations. Like, all right, DraftKings comes in and appraises it. Like, all right, you're talking to Jose. He's stuck in customs. He wants $20,000. He won't FaceTime you. He'll only call and text you. But he says you're beautiful. But he says you're beautiful and he sends you like the same 15 photos over and over or like you know yeah, photos the, of the, not him that's 100 percent the oh my god i'm so glad you brought that up that's the biggest red flag of all time is when you right. click on the profile picture and it's like each picture is like a different person but like with the same color hair like <laughs> right. one of them's like a dude with like brown hair like skiing <laughs> the next one's like a dude with brown hair like fishing and it's like they've got like different color eyes and it's like <laughs> how are you falling for this right sometimes it's so obvious they've got like 20 friends like <laughs> nobody they right. never made a post or whatever it's like come on <laughs> just man. a random stock photo yeah it'll be like a couple posts but the posts are also scams you yeah. know it's oh dude dude, dude. like free ra- like ray-bans so, 50 dollars a pair <laughs> that's yeah, i'm in oh i didn't have that one on my list that's yeah. a bad scam too oh yeah i get i get text or at least i have been in the last several months i've gotten three or four or five texts a week where it says lululemon everything 70 percent off flash sale and i'm like Lululemon's never on sale. I'm not falling right, for this. Right, yeah. Like, how dumb do you have to be to be like, oh my gosh, did you hear Lululemon is having a 70% off sale? Oh my God, Sharon, show me. And then you show your friend and she's like, Sharon, are you an idiot? Have you ever had those moments when you're talking to someone and you realize, oh, this guy's a crazy person. This person's a moron. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those it's moments, like- it's that <laughs> moment where Sharon turns around the phone and she's like, look, and someone turns around and says, look, look at this sale. And you see, you're like, that's a scam. <laughs> when one of your friends like actually falls for a scam, yeah, that's one of the worst feelings for both you and him. <laughs> you're like, oh, I didn't know he was an idiot. Right. It's like, uh, yeah, th- it's like that moment when like maybe you've had like, you know, 
three drinks or whatever and you're like oh like the buzz like it just hit right and you're talking to someone you're like oh like this person is an idiot oh yeah that's the, that's the best when you're drinking too and you, like realize that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> or when you're drinking or you know whatever you like to do uh you have like that that like small little buzz where kind of the filter comes off and you're talking to this guy at this bar and then after three drinks you're like this guy's insane like i'm sitting next to a crazy person like how do i get out of this conversation like oh shit what have i done Right. I struck up a conversation with a crazy person. Yeah, I got this great deal. 50% off Ray-Bans, <laughs> $50 Ray-Bans, 70 Lululemon. You got to check this out. Right. Yeah, I want to uh, I want to go back real quick because I, I, I don't want to forget to tell this story because right. we're talking about people getting scammed by fake profiles online. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Phil. Oh, well, yeah. So that one, I mean, she came on the show or whatever and, mm-hmm. and talked it through and I don't know. I, I don't remember what the end of the story was. Did the guy come out on the show? <laughs> no, he was he was in fucking the Bahamas spending her money. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they maybe tracked him down, but he's no, like, no. They had, bitch. You know what they had? They had uh, it was some guy that works like for the government that was talking about how they're trying to add more preventative measures to like prevent people from from getting scammed. And he gave like some tips, and I was like, oh, thanks for nothing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> thanks for telling me to like have common sense. Right. So I have to tell this story. Um, I scammed someone with a fake online profile back in high school. No way. Yeah. So this is, I, I didn't even remember this story until I was thinking about this, like doing this episode a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. Like, I can't. I totally had like just like gone from the memory. <laughs> so this kid, he was new to the school. Um. This would have been my junior year of high school. He was new to the school. We had weightlifting class together first hour, and we we were workout partners. Like we worked out. Like we're yeah. But this kid, he like we're kind of friends. But like I, he was kind of like I didn't. He was full of shit. Like I kind of got annoyed by him sometimes. Like mm-hmm. he was the type of guy where uh, you'd be giving your order at like Taco Bell, and you'd go sit down, and he'd be like, "Dude, you see the way the 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 cashier was looking at me?" And we're like, "Dude, she was taking your order." <laughs> You know, that type of guy that's like, oh, bro, bro, you see the way she was looking at me? Right, yeah. She she was waiting for you to say, uh, two, ch- uh, two tortillas. Yeah, and, and he was, he was like, the extreme where he'd be like, he would even be like, he's like, hey, Joe, think I should go back up and talk to her? Think I should go get her number? And every time I'd be like, no, no. she's not into you. Right, like, no, she she just took your order. So so that was the relationship. Like, I, that was my relationship with this guy. Like, we worked out quite a bit, and, like, we're kind of friends, but he was kind of, a, like, like that always, like, I was like, dude, like, you're a doofus. Like, not everyone's trying to fuck you. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, so, you're, like, not that sick. So there was, uh, in one of the other gym classes, there's, like, four gym classes, like, first hour. They're all, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, life leisures, gym, weightlifting, and I don't remember the other, maybe, like, dance or something. I don't know. But one of the girls from the, like, at the end of the class, you'd walk out in the gym, wait for the bell to ring, and there'd be the other three gym classes there. Yeah. So there's just one girl. Uh, she's one of the popular girls. I'll, I'll change her, her, her uh, part of her name here, but I'll leave her. I have to leave her last name because it's inter- integral to the story. All right. So uh, we'll call her uh, Samantha Hundred. Okay. Her last name is, like, you know, it's, it's spelled different, but it sounds like, like 100. Okay. Like, that's the name. Like the number. Yeah. yeah. So at the 
when everyone's in the gym or whatever, he would always say, he's like, oh, dude, you see that, you see that girl, Samantha? Like, she's looking at me or whatever. I'm like, dude, like, no, she's no, not. She's not. <laughs> and he did this for a couple of weeks and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, man, I should go up and I should go get her number. I should go talk to her or whatever. So me and my buddy created a fake Facebook profile. We called it Samantha Thousand. <laughs> you upgraded her. Yeah, so we upgraded her to a thousand, put like one picture on there, maybe two, I don't remember, and uh, friended a couple people and friended him, and he was literally the only person we ever messaged, like, that we ever did, but messaged him, and we're like, hey, like, right. I see you checking me out in gym class, like, kind of <laughs> cute, and like, no just, yeah, just to like feed into, feed right. into this guy, yeah, like, he's such a douche, and like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like I see you checking me out. Like you're kind of cute or whatever. Blah blah blah. We sent a we sent a couple uh, like back and forth messages, like just mm-hmm. kind of like that. Yeah. And uh, any post? Was this was a Facebook, right? Yeah, no post. No, no post, bro. No posts have got to be a sign. I don't, I don't. I don't think we had any posts. And so we tell this this kid, Derek, like, hey, Derek, like you know, it'd be cool if you just you know, came up after first hour tomorrow and, and, uh, gave me a hug or whatever. (laughs) You guys are clowns. (laughs) So he's telling me about this, like in, in when we're lifting weights, he's like, yeah, dude, like she's into me like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh yeah, you should go talk to her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, trying not to to laugh or whatever. So the one day he goes up and he like kind of goes up and he's like, he's like, Hey, Hey Brooke or whatever. And she like, like gives him like, like, like what? what? Like, uh, <laughs> why are you talking you. to why? me? <laughs> like, I've never met you. <laughs> why are you and, talking uh, to me? I don't. Th- he didn't go in for the hug right away, but he like he was just like, yeah, like you, yeah, hey, bro, it's it's me, Derek, or whatever. And like, I don't know. She was just like not having any of it, and, like giving him like weird <laughs> eyes or whatever. And then he came back and he's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, <laughs> I don't know what her problem was. <laughs> <laughs> it's always her problem. <laughs> it's not the fact that she wants nothing to do with you. Dude, what the fuck's your problem? No, he literally She's acting all fucking weird, dude. She was like all over my dick last night, and now nothing. <laughs> he literally came back and he said, "He's like, I don't care what her deal is, man." Um, and this was the type of guy too. I should have said this at the beginning. He he made it a point, and he's like, he's like, Joe, Joe, let me give you a little life advice, Joe. Oh, when you dude. need your haircut, this is back when I still had hair. <laughs> <laughs> the high school days. Yeah, he's like, Joe, when you need your haircut, you got to go to Lady Jane's, man. They got these hot chicks and they, they <laughs> cut your hair and uh, sometimes you know you get like their boob on your elbow on your shoulder or whatever. <laughs> no I'm like, way! I swear to God. So that's the type Dude, of guy that, that, that's the most ninth grade guy conversation ever. Bro, I was getting my hair cut at sports clips and the chick's tit accidentally like hit my ear. And I I, t- I told him I'm like, dude, I'm not going to Lady Jane's. Like, I don't care. And so he's just that type of guy. He's like, yeah, dude, like gotta go to Hooters. I'm like, dude, oh, shut God. up. Just spot me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you like cover my chicken wings, <laughs> dude? You see the he, he's yeah he always wants to go to Hooters and then he'll like make comments. About, dude, you see the tits on her? She's got fucking huge tits. You're like, dude, you're saying it a little too loud. Like they can, they can hear you. <laughs> That's a hundred percent. All right, <laughs> and she like just turns around. She's like, dude, her fucking tits. <laughs> dude, she just turned around. <laughs> she can hear you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You hit the nail on the head, man. Oh. This guy was an absolute clown. Everyone has that. Everyone, Every guy has that fr- not friend, that acquaintance from high school like that. Dude, I swear to God, the one time we we went to McDonald's because we had a friend that worked there and we'd get right. discounts or whatever. 
I swear to God, the, there's this one uh, cashier that worked there, and I always thought she was cute. She went to her school or whatever. Yeah. And so I, I had, I had said that like the people were going with. I was like, oh yeah, like I hope that girl's working. Like she, you know, she's cute or whatever. Right. And she's working, and uh, and we sat back down, and he's like, hey Joe, want me to go get her number <laughs> for me? <laughs> And he went back up and talked to her. I'm like, oh my! And he didn't get her number. Yeah, of course not. The guy's a clown. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever? Because I know a similar guy in high school, and I kind of always wanted to ask him. I mean, now I wish I could go back and ask him. Be like, listen, man, if you're as sick as you say you are, shouldn't like things be a lot better for you, like socially right now? Like you're not really like the most popular guy. If you're like that sick, and all these girls want your dick. Don't you think things would be a little bit better for you? Don't you think you'd be hanging around a different crowd? What are you talking about, bro? (laughs) As opposed to like me and my three goofball friends drinking (laughs) a beer in basement. Right. Right. Like like there's parties that people are at. We're watching college football, drinking beer, sneaking some chaws, you know? (laughs) Right. But yeah, I... uh I wanted to I wanted to tell that story like once I remembered it I was like oh my god I haven't even told I haven't told that story I don't know in years and it's hilarious because this guy's such a meathead oh yeah yeah um but going back to other types of scams here one of the like biggest biggest types of scams here just the the MLM pyramid schemes multi level mm-hmm. marketing um mlms can sometimes be a little bit different but yeah go ahead one more thing before we get off the facebook topic because we both know this guy (laughs) okay i think you maybe know where this is going no i don't ronald lampshade do you remember (laughs) that name uh yeah 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 ronald lampshade the story of ronald lampshade it's kind of a scam Uh, yeah yeah it's scheming it's it sticks with the topic of like social media deception so we were part of a fraternity in college and there was this national fraternity Facebook page where people from across the country who were alumni of the fraternity, who are currently in the fraternity could post stuff and it'd be anything. It could just be like, Hey, uh, you know, who you guys like in the game tonight or anywhere from like hanging out with my brothers who, you know, we graduated 50 years ago. So (laughs) our friend, and I'm guilty of it too. And I'm sure many other people on, uh, our chapter was we're guilty of it too. Would just troll the shit out of this page, just troll the shit out of this page to the point where people were like really getting upset. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, I think uh, Beavis or whatever almost got in trouble for that. Yeah, uh, and other things. <laughs> right, exactly. So <laughs> eventually, this gentleman was kicked out. And he was kicked off of the page. It's Destin. Oh, yeah. right. I actually, yeah. I actually, I forgot about that until until you just brought it up. Right. So he he just trolled the page along with all of us, but he troll he trolled the worst. Um, yeah, he he definitely trolled the worst. And so they kicked him off the page. So what he did is created the fake account Ronald Lampshade. Literally found three stock photos of. <laughs> three different guys wearing our fraternity letters added a few of us added some girls from our school to make it look like he's kind of normal <laughs> tried to get into the page they then sent a request or a message to me like hey is this guy a part of your chapter i'm like yeah he is ronald lampshade i'm like yep <laughs> he's in they got him back into the group 
and then he immediately changed his name to his name Dustin <laughs> and changed all his photos back to him and just commented everywhere, I'm back. <laughs> and then it was just like, How did he get back in? That's pretty funny. Yeah. So the yeah, the, that, the last name so Lam- the last name Lanch Lampshade is Ronald Lampshade. We were eating McDonald's looking at a lamp and he's like, How about lampshade? <laughs> Ronald Lampshade. That's like, awesome. Deal. I, just I for- troll people. I'd totally yeah. forgotten about that one too. Just message, message like people we knew. Hey, you suck. <laughs> so you just get a random message from Ronald Lampshade, like, "You smell like ass. Take a shower." And you're like, oh, "Fucking <laughs> Dustin." That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, getting into uh, one of the biggest types of of schemes, schemes, scams, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> multi level marketing, bamboozles, bamboozles. Yep, that's a good one. Or pyramid schemes. Uh, pretty much the same thing, although there's a, mm-hmm. a little bit of, of difference between the two. But right. the multi-level marketing, I actually got uh, I not almost duped, but I was intrigued at first. This was, again, back in high school. And one of our friends, uh, I won't say her name, one of, her, one of our friends came into class one day and she's like, oh, hey, I, I just got this new job, like, I'm going to be making like 18 bucks an hour, which back then was yeah, the was, minimum wage was like seven bucks. That was good. She's like, I'm going to be making 18 bucks an hour. And me and my buddy are like, like, what are you doing? What? Like, and she's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm get selling, selling knives. And we're like, get a job at the strip club. What? <laughs> we're like what? Like, and, uh, nice. she's like, yeah. Or, or maybe she had, yeah. And, and she's like, yeah, like, uh, trying to get more people too. like, let me know if you want uh, me to ref- refer you, refer them to you. Refer you to them, Jesus Christ, and, <laughs> and uh, like the first day, we're like, yeah, sure, or whatever, yeah. and then like we thought about it, and we came back the next day, and, and like, and then we, like we talked about it, and we're like, oh wait, like that's a scam. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how long? How, how how long of an analysis did you guys have to go through to realize it was a scam? Oh, I think it was like after class, like in lunch, we were just talking for like a couple minutes, and like, <laughs> oh wait, like that sounds like a scam, right? Yeah, and then uh, but yeah, so. The company, which is still around, it the name of it is Vector. Yeah. And they, what they do is they're like the uh, the sellers or the sales division of Cutco. So nice. Oh yeah, I know Cutco. So there's there's what's the difference? Oh well, they run like the the sales like I think so they run that part of I don't know why it's a different name. That's that you know you know you know it's a That's it's scammy, getting, yeah. yeah scammy when there's multiple different names for this you know the same thing or whatever and then. Also, I looked this up on Vector's website because I was uh, I'd remembered that you know this this girl had almost worked there, and on their website, let me pull it up because this is gold. Website, one of the the things on like their homepage or whatever, it's like or the, like their about us page. It was like, is Vector a scam? And then it's like, <laughs> no, Vector is not. If you have to put on your website, right, is our website a scam? Right. You are most definitely a scam. Is that- is our business model fraudulent? No, we promise it's not. <laughs> no, of course not. Why would we get into fraudulent businesses? Have you ever heard of a company being accused of a pyramid scheme that wasn't a pyramid scheme? <laughs> no. Exactly. And comment if you if you have, because I don't think anyone has. I don't think anyone has heard of a company that's been accused of a pyramid scheme and be like, oh, it, it's not a pyramid scheme. Every time a company gets accused of that, boom, it's it's usually true. And so the fact that it's so popular, you have to address it on your website means, hey. 
Right. It is. Dude, so I, I got one for you. Um, So back in, in college, this would have been, I think, my sophomore year. So this would have been this person's freshman year. Okay, yep. It was So this guy, uh, he was over at my house, and we were, we were playing hoops or whatever. And he, he's a big gym guy. So he's like, yeah. hey, Joe, like, I just got this. I just got into this new pre-workout stuff. Like, you know, you should you should get into this. I was like, oh, like, you're taking a new pre-workout? And he's like, no, yeah. like, I'm selling it. And I'm like, oh, you're... you're <laughs> You're, you're selling pre-workout? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm selling pre-workout uh, supplements, like, you know, T-shirts, all this stuff. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like, like, hold on, back up. Like, you got you to gotta tell me what's going on here. And he's like, oh, well, I met this guy and, you know, he takes this stuff or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Basically, I'm selling some stuff for him and then I'm going to get people to sell some stuff with me and, and we're all going to make a ton of money. And I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, like... <laughs> That's a pyramid scheme. scheme. Like, like you're getting scammed. What? And he's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "No, like, that's, that's not how not, that works. That's not how that works. Like, don't do it." I hope you. And I was like, "I hope you didn't buy any of this stuff." And he's like, "I already did." <laughs> oh no! Oh, because the only way you can make money is if you get that second level. If you get that level b- below you, and so the other guy who probably sold it to p- the poor guy was just like, "Got you, bitch." Yeah, and then he's like, and then he, he he when he was phrasing it to me, he's like, yeah, so I I can sell some stuff, and then you could sell some stuff too. And I was like, no, 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 I'm no. not selling anything. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not selling anything. Also, too, you think we have a big enough market where both you and I could sell it to people? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's both of us in the gym at the same time, right. going up to different guys. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> hey, have you thought about trying this new pre workout? Here's some free samples. Yeah, Did you exactly. Have free samples. No, no. Oh, man, that's how you know they're bad when they don't give out free samples. Yeah, I don't I don't know what he had, but um that was like I just remember that and like I was like, dude, no. And that that was the day I, I came up with this this rule. If you get scammed and it's a bad scam, mm-hmm. here's what you do. What this you have to do this. You should be required by law. Okay. You go, you take an IQ test, you get your results, whatever mm-hmm. it is, let's say you get a hundred. You take that, you cut it in half, subtract four, and then subtract another two to whatever that number is, and then you go around telling people that's your IQ because you got scammed and it was a bad scam. Well, how like, do you subtra- subtract four and then another two? Oh, it was just another way to get the, the points lower. Oh, yeah. Like if, yeah, if, if you send someone overseas 25 grand because you think they're trying to date you and you've never talked to them you have to take your iq cut it in half yeah yeah you you are not <laughs> you you are not smart like that is not a smart person it's just the fin- financial version of natural right. selection right absolutely like you would have been weeded out in the 1800s your your population yeah like your your genetics would have been weeded out in the 1800s i feel like so many people got scammed and then it got tightened up and now there are too many People who are prone to be scammed running around. Yeah. Uh, another type of scam, and this one I've seen a lot in some of the places I've worked. Mm-hmm. Um, not at, at, at the job, but I've seen these types of scams because of it. Is people that do like stock scams or crypto scams or forex scams where basically they say, you know, I can get you 90% returns, blah, 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 blah. I can make you X amount of money in X amount of time blah 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 i've got the right whatever it is right i have the right algorithm yes exactly i have the, i have the algorithm to make you three percent every day first of all let me give you a little advice if 
anyone on social media on Instagram is te- is trying to tell you secrets to making money like that, like I can make 90% or whatever, they wouldn't share with anyone. They'd be making money for themselves. Right. Nobody's going to figure out this the the secret to to maximize wealth like that and then just give it out for free or or, or not free, but sell it to people instead of maximizing their own wealth. Right. Yeah. Like, no one they would go work for JP Morgan. Chase. Right. They would go work for a hedge fund in Connecticut. They wouldn't be like, "Hey guys, Hey, social media friends. And also, if you see someone online selling any kind of pick, whether it's, you know, stock picks, crypto, whatever, like, it's just some, it's, it's not like you're getting, it's this person hasn't gone to school for this. They don't, they're not a, uh, you know, a certified financial planner. They don't, they haven't done the homework. They're just some goof make, right. trying to scam you into buying some shitty stock. Right. Yeah, and then hopefully inflate that stock, and so they can sell the position. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Those ones, I feel bad for people that get that get scammed that way. But again, it's like, and, and I know part of it is, which is sad. It's like desperation. It's like, oh, like mm-hmm. I, you know, I need this money. Like, it's just that hope. It's like, oh, well, right. what? Because deep in the back, I think for a lot of people, deep in the back of their minds, they're like, oh, like, you know, I just, I need this. Like, I know it's probably not true, but I just, I what if it is? This. What if but it is? Yeah. It's like that small sliver where you just kind of ignore like the obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was watching a 60 minutes episode and it was a gentleman. Um, he treats ALS patients with stem cells and he is a, he's a, he has a doctorate in physics. He doesn't have it in actual medical science. He got his medical degree from like Guam. Or some somewhere crazy, not even Guam. Guam's actually a U.S. Saint, territory. Saint Vincent and the Grenadines. Right, exactly. Yeah, Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> and so he got his medical license there, and he just—it's in a strip mall, and it just says stem cells. And he was duping these poor ALS patients out of thirty grand. Oh, that's 50 terrible. Fifty grand, like all the money that they have, because he's just kind of that one little hope. And even if they. Obviously, he lies to them and says, "Oh yeah, I've seen people," and that's all they need because they're looking for anything. Well, and that they're looking for anything. That's a bad one too. Where if the person's like has a, because usually the people don't have credentials, but if this person has credentials, even if it's an adjacent, or even not an adjacent in this case, but even if it's in a field that's similar Mm -hmm. or whatever, we're like, oh, like that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Oh, physics, medical science, it's all the same thing. Right. It's not. It's not. Um, I'm. He was a good talker, and but it's just so sad because all they needed was just a little glimmer of hope. Right. It's so sad because those people are so taken advantage of. Because when you're in that position, you know what the outcome is. Might as well throw the Hail Mary. Yeah. That's, Take that's the 1%. Sad. Might as well roll the dice. I mean, what's... And so he knew that, and he prayed upon that. And it was so awkward. The gentleman from 60 Minutes is, you know, sitting down... They're having, they had to go to Mexico for the surgery. So 60 Minutes kind of tails with them, hides with them. The two gentlemen go to Mexico for the surgery. 60 Minutes is with them. They're hiding, and then they eventually like come out of the closet and be like, hi, where was 60 Minutes? And they interview him. To, to the guy? To the guy. And the dude like stuck to his story. That dude did not back down. And even when 60 Minutes left, the cameras were still rolling. He goes, talks to the ALS patients like you know that was a bunch he was still doing sales pitch wow it's like bro you are a piece of shit like there's a special place in hell for you oh 100% special place in hell for you um 
I kind of hope, dude, and this is how the 60 minute special ended. And it was so sad. They're like, oh, this was six months ago. In the six months, blah, blah, one patient died. And then the other one is basically on life support. I'm like, I hope 60 minutes at least refunded the families those money. Like, I rather 60 minutes end on that as opposed to telling me their current condition. Well, tell me their current condition. But then after that, say, because they never mentioned about giving the money back because the poor guy signed paperwork. Yeah, that would have been a a good, a heartfelt way to. I wish 60 minutes would have said, hey, at least we gave the families this money. You know, the money that they paid, we reimbursed it. I hope they did that. Kind of be a, you kind of have to if you're 60 minutes like dude you're CBS a multi billion dollar corporation you're good you can spare the 50k yeah that's a terrible one um on the lines of of terrible scams in in that aspect of it this one's obviously not as bad but mm-hmm. this this was almost on the borderline of like a good scam because it was a little bit creative but uh basically someone called my grandpa. And they were they said that my brother got in a car accident, which is terrible. Whoa. Yeah. So they call. They're like, uh, "Hey, this is you know, this is my. I'm not gonna say his name, but you know, this is my brother. He got mm-hmm. in, I, I got in a car accident. Like, uh, I need money for for the for the lawyer. Can you come drop off some money? Whoa. And he, my grandpa's uh, almost eighty, and he like. He's like, what, what, what? Like, cause it, the person was like really frantic and, and kind of mm-hmm. quick with their words. So it was, you know, kind of deceptive. And, uh, he eventually, he's like, all right, well, you know, what's, what's the, uh, address or whatever. And then he like, uh, he, and then he got a number, like the person's number two and he like hung up and he like thought about it for a second and, and talked to my grandma. And then he's like, wait a minute. And like, he called my mom and he's like, Hey, like, is everything good with, you know, my brother? And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? And then like, he, so he didn't end up falling for it, but. Right. That type of scam too, where one, you're preying on someone that's elderly yeah. and then two, you're trying to, you know, you're saying that someone from their family is like hurt or, 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 you know, about to be in trouble. It's like, man, that's like the lowest of the lows. But I did think in terms of creativity, that was one of the better ones, like scams that I've seen. Right. Like they put in some effort for that. Yeah. Like they, so they call them too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a call impersonation, like that's, yeah, that's, well, and, that's and they knew to, they knew my brother's name too, which right. is scary. Yeah, that's who knows. Maybe that was like some neighborhood kids or something. <laughs> that was definitely not some neighborhood kids. You, I can, don't know, you can buy people's information. I'm sure it's it's not that. Hard yeah, to, I guess. Even on those sites, like, <laughs> and if you're that scummy, well, even like if I don't know, like in in past or whatever, if you're like you're like, oh, did you hear like this person went to jail or whatever, and you like go to look it up, like there's public records of of like you know names, oh, addresses, yeah, sort of like. There's a lot of sites where it's like, oh, you're looking this person up, like it's five bucks and you can have all their information. Right. So even like for, uh, you know, not a malevolent practice or whatever, you can buy it someone's information. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, and also too, if you're that type of person, of course you're you're putting the five dollars to buy the. Well, the they, yeah, I think a lot of that is like, you know, it's probably using bots or or buying like large. It's probably like, oh, I'm gonna buy like a hundred people's information, right. Like at once. Use that. Yeah. yeah. Scam artist. Um, the, I mean, that was the financial crisis. A lot of the mortgage crisis. People were scamming on elderly people, people who didn't have a lot of money, minority communities. Right. Like, that's what it was. Oh, hey, we can present because the economy is good right now and mortgages are pretty stable. We can, and the government wants more people who can't afford homes to have homes. 
So the government's pushing these banks to give people loans, you know, that are more risky than they would like. So that's happening. And they're like, all right, so we're going to lose money if we do this. So we have to make up the money other way. What, what we can do is we can just give them this adjustable rate mortgage. And then, yeah, they're happy now. But then when we need the money from them, so what? They, they pay for they pay for a few years then after that they foreclose so what we got the property we still made money well, right you get the the commission right the incentive yeah you yeah. get the commission as the banker and then also too the bank can get money for the home even if they make like a few years payments you're getting all that money in interest and then you still get the value of the home yeah that was crazy when the yeah they're uh you know giving people with like terrible credit just these like three, four, five hundred thousand dollar homes. Right. It's like, exactly. Yeah. Just recipe for disaster. Right. I think the big short does a good job of covering it too and talking about oh, it. It's like it's like, yeah. yeah, I got a janitor with two homes. And he's in the strip club and the strippers talking to me. He's like, Yeah, I got three homes. He's like, wait, you have three homes? And he like ask her about her mortgage and he's like, Yeah, the whole thing's fucked. Yeah, that was a great movie. Um getting back to other types of scams here, this is another one and getting back to something lighter. This is another one where if you fall for this, I you know, I just I don't understand how anyone can fall for this. It's the scam where it's your boss, it's your dad, it's whoever. They're in a meeting, they're doing whatever, they need you to buy some gift cards for. Oh, iTunes gift cards. <laughs> iTunes yeah, Apple gift cards, Visa gift cards, Amazon, Target gift card, whatever the gift card is. I'm just going to tell, this is a PSA. If anyone says they need $500 in gift cards, nobody needs $500 in gift cards no. unless you're, you know, running fundraisers or not, I don't know, nonprofit or something that's doing something like that. But even then, then you just have to be on, on the lookout. But oh, if you're a normal yeah. person, like if you're just at a normal, normal job or whatever, nobody needs $500 in target gift cards. Right. No one. And also too, that's an in-person request. That's not an email request that you're going to be getting. Um, when it comes to that one, at what point do you think it's ex- <laughs> at what grade the level? Because there's certain points, you know, when I mean certain points, certain points in the realization that it's a scam. Okay. You get an email from your <laughs> boss, kind of like I did. I saw, oh, my boss emailed me, just kind of glanced at it, not really paying attention, open it up. And hey, can you call me real quick? Kind of like flabbergasted in a rush. And then after that, it's like, oh, okay, this is a scam. For those, at what point are you allowed to fall for the trap? And then at what point are you just, like, is it at the counter paying for the gift cards and stopping? Like, oh, wait a minute. Is it going to the store and then you walk into the store and you realize this is a scam? No, if if you, so wait, the question is at what point? At what point are, are you just like, dude, that's too much? Oh, 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 I've got the answer for it. It's yeah. when your hand's on the doorknob to turn the door to go out of the house and go into your car. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, at that point, yeah. At that point, we're like, wait a minute. My boss needs $500 in gift cards because sometimes you get those emails, you're in a rush, you're stressed out, you may be thinking about something else, and you're just like, wait, wait a minute. You need to have that stop. You need to have that pause. So, and yeah, as soon as you leave your house... Yeah, because maybe you reply and you say, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe you reply or whatever, and you you just like, oh wait, 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 what? Like, why? Where? Why? If you're asking questions or whatever, yeah, for what? 
maybe you reply and then maybe the person says something back, but whatever. But if you get to the point where you're, you know, you're zipping up your coat, putting your hat on, putting your hat on, you got your wallet and your hands on the doorknob. If you go past that, you've gone too far. Yeah, I agree. And and, uh, let me tell you a story here. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to. I'm not going to say any names or anything. This was at a place I worked for several years ago. Uh, Someone reached out to this person via text. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. an email. So I will, I will credit where credit is due. If you get a text, you know, it's, it's a little bit different. So someone reached out via text. They said they were, you know, the big boss or whatever. They're in a meeting they need this person to go get five hundred dollars in Steam gift cards. <laughs> and, and, and Steam? Yeah, like uh, you buy like computer games and. Uh, oh, I don't know what Steam is. Oh, it's. I mean, I, I I think Steam is most known for you know you you buy computer games and, okay. and whatnot. I'm sure someone will comment. No, you fuckhead! It's not that. <laughs> like whatever. It's a trading platform. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. A little bit of background about the place I was at. It's small. If you know the person that the scammer was pretending to be in their role in the company, under no circumstance would this person be, you know, entertaining clients or, or whatever. That's not that wasn't their role. Right. And if you knew like the the business or whatever, like that it just wasn't it. Like we never did that. Never would never would get into giving anyone gift cards. No. For any purpose. So no compensation. <laughs> even though this person was relatively newer to the company, but they'd still been on a couple months. So but I either way, like I think that's why they fell for the text a little bit because mm-hmm. they, they they genuinely probably didn't have this guy's number. Right. But still it's like is there not something that crosses your mind? Where you're like, wait, something's going on here. Let me let me ask someone else in the company and just see like, is this normal or like, how am I going to get reimbursed for this? This person drove to the store, bought the Steam gift cards, went back in the car, scratched off the codes and gave them to the scammer. Went back in the store, grabbed no. more gift cards, and the the store manager had to say, "I'm sorry, sir, but I think you're being scammed." Whoa. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't let him buy the second round. That person immediately got fired, right? <laughs> I'm not going to talk on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you said it. It's a new hire. Just imagine, what, what do you think? You're the boss. You just hired this person. And like two months in, they fall for that. <laughs> do you say, hey, it's been a good two months, but... Bro, it, <laughs> we're, I mean, if, it, if it, it was me... Because I feel s- strongly about some of this stuff. If I could legally do it, like, because I know, you know, you run into trouble and firing people. Competency. If, if I could legally do it, yeah, I'd, I'd, I would strongly consider it. If I'm running a company, a private company, with some good stakes on the line, which most of the time it is, I don't want that person working for me. I mean, it's just there were there's so many different points or, in in, yeah. in most scams like this one. There's so many different points where it's like, at what point do you just double check with somebody or mm-hmm. something? Or even it might not even be someone that is related to that situation, but you just you text a friend, you're like, hey man, like 
this is kind of weird. What do you think? Right. Like, this like, is a scam, the, right? The, the Like, the fact that that doesn't even cross your mind where you're just like, oh, like, yeah, like, time to go do this. That's a lot of money, too. It, yeah, it, it really is. Like, you're just willing, you're, you're that confident in your decision, you're that confident that you're going to put that much money on the line. Like, oh, I'll be reimbursed. Oh, yeah, it's for my boss, for my boss. Like, what? What's going through your head? I don't know, man. I think those people are a little too accepting. I think that's the type of person that is. That's a little too in, accepting. In the age of, of, of social media and in 2022, soon to be 2023, you need to be a little bit skeptical about things, especially mm-hmm. things that could potentially be scams. 100%. I think also, too, just in the age that we live in, individuals need to be a little bit more skeptical of just what they see like especially online right in person that i guess that's a little bit different i think some people are just too accepting i've noticed that a little bit at work among certain people a new idea will be presented to them that before this idea probably never crossed their mind was just kind of like what no that's no what why are we doing that Certain ideas are brought to their attention and just immediate acceptance. Mm. No critique. And and it doesn't have to be like a really serious political opinion or idea. It can just be like a new be a new way of doing your job. Right. Like, a new philosophy. Yeah, like you get a memo, it's like, all right, you have to, you know, wash your hands for thirty seconds and then do the cha cha slide after going to the bathroom. So <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe, or just something ridiculous in the sense of, well, I'll I'll give you kind of of an example. There are many different ways to do a job where I work. Many different ways. There's no like one set. Right, you could you could scrub the toilet with Lysol. You could use your hand. Sometimes scrubber. Sometimes bleach. Sometimes no bleach. And you have to be conscious of how much bleach because that's off the company's dime. (laughs) Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I take off uh, my my top shirt. Sometimes I take off my bottom pants. It all depends. Just another day at the job. But there's many different ways of doing it, and you should be open to hear new ways of doing it. But there should be a guard. There shouldn't be an immediate acceptance of another way. There should be some scientific method. There should be some questionings of oh okay, because. Maybe the way I'm not I'm doing it is is not the best way. But if someone's going to present to me a new idea, I'm I'm going to filter it out first. The people who fall for scams, bringing it all together. The people who fall for scams, a lot are individuals who don't go through that scientific process, that scientific method of <clears throat> new ideas. They just they never filter new ideas. They just accept mm, them. Right, right. And it a lot of times depends on the person delivering that message. Yeah, I think some of it's 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 acceptance, it's also just being naive. I think it's a it's mm-hmm. the it's a blend of those two things. Yes. Naivete as well, especially yeah. where you grew up. If you grew up, I would say like I grew up pretty middle class. Same. If you grew up in a in a middle class house, your parents are conscious about money. We were always conscious about money, especially, you know, 2008, dad working in the automotive industry. We weren't rich. 
you're always conscious about money. So you always have a little bit of a guard because you don't have much to spare. So there's right. always, you always have a little bit of a guard on. We didn't take money for granted. Some people who never had to like look at the price tag or when they made their Christmas list, they never had to think, oh, am I asking for too much here? They just wrote down what they wanted. Mm-hmm. It's a combination of that. And I think that naivete and acceptance, that's like the same brain category. That's the same personality trait. So everyone's got, you know, I think you could categorize certain personalities. Just kind of like general overall, you know, someone who's aggressive, a little bit bigger. Yeah, ENTF. ENTF? Yeah, it's the, uh, oh, fuck, I, don't, I can't remember the name of the test. But there's like 16 different personalities. Right. And yeah. I think those two qualities fall into the same personality a lot. Right. But yeah, it's like. Um, there's a danger to that, though. Yeah. There's a danger to that because I think on the outside, on not on the outside, but on the surface, that person could have a pretty good degree, as I'm assuming the individual at your work probably did, right? Oh, I don't even know. But all right, but they probably have a good enough resume to get hired at your company. Oh, of course, yeah. On yeah. paper, these individuals they, they were good at what they did. Right, exactly. Yeah. These people meet that criteria. At my job, same thing. The individuals who just immediately accepted the new way of doing something with no questions asked, master's degrees, good credentials. Great work experience. Great people. They're nice people too. Right. Great overall people. But there needs to be a little bit of a shield. There needs to be a little bit of a filter. Um, and I think that's a pretty dangerous path to go down when you don't have people, when you don't have skeptics. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think part Sheep, of like you just follow the herd. Right. And part of it is having a good, uh, Part of it is just communication. If if you're suspicious, like just ask your friends, ask your family. And I think a lot of people don't even do that. Whereas if, if people were to say, Hey, like, you know, I heard about this. What are your thoughts? They'd be like, your friend would be like, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. Also too, anytime money's being, anytime there's a transaction with money where I have to give up money right there, boom, immediately red flag, right? Guardrails go up. You know, anytime I have to invest money or put money in, that that's immediately I'm like, nope, not even going to take this risk, because like you have you have the answers. Like you, this guy sitting at a at a kiosk in a Cabela's, you have the answers to my real estate problems. Yeah, um, one of the good types of scams I've seen in my life. Uh, and this, this happened to me. I didn't fall for it, but it was very noteworthy. I was looking for used cars within the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I was looking on Facebook Marketplace. I bought my car off Facebook Marketplace. It runs fine. It had no issues. Yeah. But before I bought my car, I was looking for cars. And uh, there was this one where it looked like it was from a private seller. So, like, the pictures were, like, the car, like, you know, at, at the end of the driveway or whatever, by the house. Mm-hmm. And the price was reasonable but not like not like it's not like oh i'm selling my new 2020 you know honda crv for two grand it it was like right. a reasonable like a fair you know a fair value kelly kelly blue book or whatever it was on the lower end though probably of course yeah so it was on the lower end so i messaged the guys like hey can i come look at this and he goes yeah you know come by you know at this time here's the address and i put in the address and what comes up is a uh 
auto store that sells cars and for some for some he want he's you know he wanted to meet there and the right. google review i start reading the google reviews for this place uh and it's all these people saying like oh yeah they offer low prices but then when you drive the car like my car broke driving off the lot and they wouldn't give me a refund so there's oh, they're yeah. scamming you by the the person on the marketplace framed it as like i'm selling this out of my house yeah um and then for whatever reason you know they they wanted to do meet at at this automotive place mm-hmm. and if you the the reason it's a good scam is because if you had just went there and saw that it was an auto place and you got the address from this guy on marketplace yeah you might think everything's fine but once you read the reviews the google reviews you know you're like oh this is this is a scam this is a guy scam yeah they're taking but, probably totaled cars and or not totaled cars but you know wa- cars that were drowned and just trying to yeah, that, that's exactly what they're doing. And uh, they took away like the address part or they took away like the Google review part of it by doing it through Marketplace, which I thought was pretty clever. Yeah, they avoided it, that. Uh, I think a lot of times like I, I, I'm, I'm sure like older people probably wouldn't, you know, take the time to, to double check some of that stuff. Even younger people. Right. Strap for cash. Oh, sweet. Good. Good deal. I'm going to get it. Yeah. And you see that it's, you know, an automotive place and you're like, oh, yeah, like, it's you know bill and bob's automotive or whatever like you want the deal to be good you want it to be true you want the deal to be true yeah the inbred cousin of that scam is is the facebook marketplace listing where it's like yeah new you know new uh uh 2021 toyota camry or whatever it's got ten thousand miles on it i gotta go i'm I'm deploying for the army i need to sell this i need to sell this by next you know, Tuesday or whatever, right. five grand. Mm-hmm. And then you email the person or you reach out to the person. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. Like here's my information. Like send the money to send the money here via gift cards and then I'll give you the card. And it's like, <laughs> right. Like that is the, you know, slightly handicapped cousin of, of that scam. I took a pretty big chance once. Um, I found a sports handicapping service on Twitter that I really like. Um, RAS? No, not RAS. They're they're oh. legitimate because they. No, th- that's a legitimate thing because I know a buddy who goes through them, and then also too they they're on like TV. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, they're on TV, not like ESPN because ESPN wouldn't have them, but like Vsin, Brett Musburger's uh, station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vsin, they're on Vsin all the time. They're on covers. Okay, yeah, the, th- those are reputable sites. Oh yeah, and so when I when I bought some of their packages, I I, I knew I was good, and then also too like. My buddy has gone through them with years and like he knows one of the guys there. They talk and like even I got to talk to him. Like he gives you a, you know, uh, a Slack or no, it's Telegram. Right. Telegram. And like you talked and he's like, yeah, and explains the packages and transparent about their picks. They're, they're active on Twitter. Um, they're reputable. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Wasn't worried about them. <laughs> now I sound like I'm self-doubting myself. Wasn't worried about them. But uh, it's called the Jewish Sharp. Um, I think I told you about them. I bought them when we went to Vegas because I wanted to have a, a capper. Yeah. And I knew a couple of the guys from Barstool were following him and some other gambling personalities were following them. So I had an idea of like, all right, if these people are following them, they must be legitimate. Um, but the transaction was through Venmo and then they would give me a password to sign up through Telegram. And for a second, I'm like... <laughs> I wouldn't do that. That for, sounds so sketchy. For a second, I'm like, this might be a scam but then no it's it it was very legitimate gotcha but 
that was the only time I, th- I was really taking a chance, but I didn't really put a lot of money in. And I figured, hey, if what I'm seeing and the records are true, then this is like RAS. This is this is a, this is worth the money. And and it was, and it was for sure. And I knew based off of certain people following them and them being active on Twitter and seeing all that they do. And then I also looked them up online. And yeah, it, was, it seems good. Sounds like uh, I think I'm gonna. When you leave, I'm gonna I'm gonna put something up to scam you. <laughs> I'm gonna start selling sports bags. Oh uh, no no no! If so, no, if you get some of the people who are following the Jewish Sharp following you, then yeah yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you almost got scammed. <laughs> no way, man. Only the person was legit. <laughs> right. So it's not a scam. So it was good judgment. It could have been a scam, but yeah, you're it wasn't. right. You're right. You're right. So I. I don't want to say I dodged a bullet. I knew it was. No, right. you're right. If that I'm gonna, the if I'm gonna call you on something, I'll, I'll pick something better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other types. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> one of the other types yeah. of scams, dude. Ty Lopez. Who's Ty Lopez? Oh my god, you don't know. You don't know Ty Lopez, the guy. Oh, yeah. I'm just here getting out of my Ferrari in my garage. Yeah, it's my my second ferrari let me show you and he does it's like a youtube ad and it's it's like two minutes and he's like no. oh, walking around his house and he's showing you all his, his fancy things or whatever he sells no. his whole thing is he sells like advice on how to you know become successful or whatever but it's all horseshit like it's it's stuff that you could get like for free or, or elsewhere <laughs> on google right and um yeah but i can't believe you never heard of that guy no way i see all the time people on facebook like t- how to be charismatic learn from john ham or you know learn from the best learn from learn from james bond how to be a how to pick up women all the and subscribe to the youtube donate to the patreon you're such a scam artist those people are such a scam artist they're oh, yeah. basically writing buzzfeed articles but they're making a video pretending like it's advice that's like paying for buzzfeed yeah, dude, there's uh I can't remember the name of it, but my wife was telling me there's this person she saw on TikTok, and I, I'm sure people will say this isn't a scam, but it's this person that will do like give you like therapy sessions. Um, but their rate it was like five hundred dollars an hour or something. And it's like uh, off of someone that you see on TikTok. It's like ooh, come on. Yeah, no. It's like you can go to like a real doctor. Yeah, probably insur- for cheaper. Insurance will cover that. Right. Yeah. And I bet you insurance doesn't cover this person. Oh, no, of course not. But they're on TikTok. Right, they're not they're not they don't have the uh the credentials. They're just Right. They don't, they don't even have a PhD. They're on the talk. Right. Uh They're on the talk like that show? <laughs> have you ever accidentally stumbled into some of those daytime talk shows with like the panel of women? Yeah, at the it's on every time when I go to the dentist. Yeah. Awful. I don't know why those are still on TV. Like Tim Dillon said it best. He goes, we have made so much progress with women's rights moving forward. The view has set women back 20 years. <laughs> and I agree with him. Bro, That I mean, that any, any show where there's five people talking, it doesn't matter if it's the view or if it's this, – this is when I see when I go to the gym mm-hmm. sometimes. It's like the five, and it's like five white guys, five old white guys talking about like – Oh, you know. on Fox News. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like one older Puerto Rican guy, like, see, look, we got diversity or, here. Or yeah, or one like one, you know, black lady or something. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like no. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one black guy. It's like, but yeah, so he's it's wearing like, a Carhartt. <laughs> whether it's that or the view or whatever, it's like those shows are just 
toxic. Oh, they're terrible. Just trash. Right. Like Whoopi Goldberg, I think I mentioned her before on the podcast. Again, should not speak on anything. Joy Behar, I mean, my goodness. What does that squawking bird have to say? I like, prep- no one gives a shit. I want to say we shouldn't be speaking on anything either. But Yeah. No one's listening to this. But at least That's- we're not on we're not on daytime TV where we're we're spewing nonsense. We're spewing nonsense on the internet for no one to hear. On the View, they're on network TV. They're making fools of themselves. At least we're not talking about... Like, they try to have an opinion on everything. We talked about last week how too many people have voices. This is it. The View. They should not have voices. No one should listen to them. They are just embarrassing us as a culture. They're embarrassing women. Women. If If I was a woman, I would be so pissed at The View. Because it's just nonsense. It's just women bitching on TV. Just shut up. And also, too, they live the most privileged lives, so they don't have any life experience. You know they're you know they're in uh, Los Angeles, right? Right. Or in, or New York, one of those. It, it doesn't matter. Okay, maybe they had like tough parts in their life, but you know what? They're living pretty well now. So maybe hang up the towel and just shut up. <laughs> it was hey. good when Rosie O'Donnell was on there talking about like nine eleven conspiracies. Like that's fun. <laughs> Keep talking about that, but shut up about everything else. Yeah, I'm with you on those. Uh, one of the other scams that I had on here, Firefest. Oh, all, yeah. That's an all-time scam. Oh, that's an all-time scam? That's, that might be on the Mount Rushmore of scams. I know a ton of character type people. I know the person who gets scammed with Firefest. I just We went to college with so many of those people. Who would get scammed by Firefest? Name, name one. I'll, name a couple. I'll, I'll cut it out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> scammed for sure by Firefest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For okay. sure. Uh, I could see someone like. I, 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 cut I, these I names. could see that. Got to cut these names out. Um, but that type of person, the people who always went to Bonnaroo and always went to Burning Man, those people, they, Firefest was the perfect scam for them. It got them. Yeah, that Netflix the Netflix documentary was crazy. Like yeah. that was one of my favorite documentaries. I just couldn't believe how absurd it was. Like how many people there do you think were actually like <laughs> do you think there were any doctors there? I'm sure there's at least one. I don't I'd have to Meta- look it up. I'd have to look it up cuz I haven't s- not like a doctor of education. No, no, no. <laughs> That doesn't count, Dr. No, Jill Biden. I, By the way, Whoopi Goldberg saying Dr. Jill Biden's an incredible doctor. Put her in charge of the CDC. She has a doctorate of education. She's not an MD. Shut up. <laughs> bet, bet to Firefest, man. Yeah. No, yeah. Dude, Firefest, they're serving, um, you know, they're promising all this gourmet food and they're serving ham sandwiches on Wonder Bread. Yeah, that's about the, right. It, yeah. That's what those people deserve, though. <laughs> they deserve that shit. If you fall for Firefest and you're that person, you deserve to but eat they didn't, shit. But you didn't know, like, because uh, the way you had it set up, you didn't know, like, because you're going to the island. It's not like you knew that there'd be nothing there when you got there. And they had it's too but, good to be true. No, 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 no. Because on the po- no, not, not at all. Because once it got closer to the cons, the actual festival date, they still had like, I forget what original acts they promised, but I know they didn't like. They ended up. It was like, you know, Blink-182 is a headliner. And, like, obviously, they were much farther down on the totem pole when it started. Mm-hmm. But that's still they still had, like, legit headliners where it's like, okay, I paid for this. You know, now some of the bands aren't coming. But, like, you don't know because you haven't been to the island. At the same time, when I see something like that promoted, too good to be true. No, not, not at all. They do it on uh, 
for Bonnaroo or Coachella or that's well, that's on land. You drive there, you park in a parking lot. Well, you're not being flown to an island, right? But flown to an island and have flame and young while you do ecstasy. No, you don't need to spend all that money for people to go do drugs. That's what Coachella does. Throw them out in a field. That's what Woodstock is. Give these people music. Throw them out in a field. Do drugs there. We're not gonna give you. Five star meals. Fuck that. Here are some sandwiches. So they got what they deserve. They deserved Wonder Bread and shit. No, because those are the type of people they are. No, because you don't know. You're you animals. Haven't, you haven't been to the island before. You don't know that. But there's a difference between a field or a Burning Man. They're just out in the desert, right? Yeah. And then uh, Coachella. What, what's the one in? Uh, what's the one in? Um, Lollapalooza. That's in Chicago. Yeah, just in the city. So, like, those are real things. You know, oh, that's a real thing that has credibility. People go there. Faster horses, same thing. Here, just sit in this racetrack. You're not... All right. That'd be, you're not doing a festival like that with five-star meals. That's just not the people you're going to get. They're not going to care. You can throw them shit. They'll still eat it. If you're going to an island to party at a music festival, you don't give a fuck what you're eating because you're on so many drugs. Hi, I think you just switched your argument mid mid rant. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It's a scam. Like if you fall for that, like dude, like this isn't marketed for me. I don't know, man. <laughs> Have you ever seen any music festival offer food? Oh, I don't I don't remember what they were pretending to offer for food. I just remember that like the Wonder Bread sandwiches were very underwhelming for what was promised. Right. Yeah. I bet you everything. I just don't buy a lot of that shit. Hey, fair enough. Whatever that fucking clown Billy McFarlane gets into next, make sure you avoid that shit. Oh, yeah. He's going to do something stupid like open a sports book and I'll be like, yep. <laughs> I'll be like, gotcha, bitch. Because that's what I would fall for. I would fall for a sports book scam. You know what Billy McFarlane would do if it wasn't already invented? He would invent like points betting and then just like oh, take yeah. all your money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how you. That that's how I get got. Yeah. <laughs> Gambling. He, he would invent... Two touchdown parlay scores. Oh, yes. <laughs> or two touchdown score parlays. For sure. I'm not a music festival guy. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been to one in years, but I, I used to go to... Have you seen the Woodstock documentary? No, I haven't seen that. That's good. You got to watch that, and we got to debrief about it. I got a lot of opinions about it. Uh, yeah, just text me the name of it, because I'm sure there's like multiple. Oh, it's the... Or, or just, is it the, on Netflix? Yeah, it's like the famous one. On oh, ne- okay, it's called Woodstock right. 99. Gotcha. Okay. And it's just about Woodstock 99 and how it was a complete disaster. Um, oh, let me watch it and then we can... It's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, I'll it, watch it. And we can go- well, not really. Yeah. I'll just give you one spoiler because it's not really a spoiler. We might have to edit this out because <laughs> of my reaction. So it's obviously a giant orgy, right? It's a giant orgy. Is it more... It's a giant orgy. Or is it more smoking weed? No, it's nineteen ninety. Do- I haven't seen the documentary it's, yet. It's nineteen ninety nine. So instead of oh. all the testosterone filled up dudes being sent off to Vietnam to get shot at, like it was in the nineteen sixties, and everyone who was hanging back was a bunch of hippies. Now it's nineteen ninety nine. We're all over the place. The <laughs> the coked up douchebag, he's now the main guy. It was like the frat boy scene. We're in you know the sixties. Woodstock's like peace and love, man. We're just gonna sit here and smoke weed. But nineteen ninety nine, the Cold War is over. We're not in Vietnam anymore. It's just a bunch of dudes looking to fuck. And so you can just imagine 
what type of atmosphere that was created. Cheryl Crow was kicked off. She wasn't kicked off stage. She left stage because guys kept screaming, show me your tits. And she's like, uh, no, thank you. I'm not going to do that. And you just have to watch it. But anyway, they were like shocked at the end. Like, yeah, and we learned there was sexual assault there. And it's like, you didn't like assume that based off of what you saw the past three days. It was a three-day event. And they're like, yeah, we didn't know anything happened until after the event. What a load of shit. Like, did you witness what was happening? Like, did you witness any of this? And, and, and you're shocked by that? Like, you should have been taking precautions before assuming that that was happening. Oh, yeah, that, that's a big crock of shit. Right, exactly. Yeah. You'll love it. You'll yeah, love it. We, we didn't see that one coming. Yeah, we didn't see a bunch of coked up dudes. We didn't we didn't see them being sexually aggressive. <laughs> the uh other scam that we briefly mentioned here, anything lottery sweepstakes competition. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. You won this to collect your your uh prize, you have to deposit the tax money. Timeshares. Timeshares, college tuition. Yeah. <laughs> Well, timeshares are a big one, too, because they have, like, those little kiosks in the mall. And they're like, yeah, hey, just, you know, sign up. All, all, all we need is a credit card on file. Or we'll give you a free night. Or I saw one. It was at Boyne. And I get a free three-night stay. And then they gave me $100 in Cabela's gift cards. But they don't mention you have to, like, go to a conference. And the whole time, you know. Oh, you're being scammed. Wait, so did you go to the conference? No, I didn't fucking do that. I knew I knew it's a timeshare scam. Dude, he tried to like sell me. And it's funny because like, you know, my family has the place in Florida. And he's like, man, I bet you always wanted to have a place in Florida. I'm like, actually, my parents have one. It's pretty nice. And he's like, yeah, but I got something better for you. How about northern Michigan? (laughs) Northern Michigan, bro. (laughs) Because it was like one of those like you can choose Hilton Head, you know, somewhere in Orlando. Boyne and like Wyoming and I'm like bro that's such a fucking terrible sell He's yeah like, that's check terrible. this out all you need he was so pushy and I'm like bro I know you're doing that timeshare scam shit just let me buy my deer feed and go home I love like if someone calls me or like emails me telling like a scammer to fuck yeah. off like I love oh yeah that. yeah oh, shit I had a I had a story but I just forgot. I should have just looked him in the face and be like I know this is a scam leave me alone yeah for sure Fuck, what was my story? He would always like have another deal too. He's like, all right, man, you're driving up a hard bargain. How about two Cabela's gift cards? <laughs> two, two gift cards. I'm like, no, how about this? How about you give me the gift cards? You give me a coupon for the three-night free stay. I don't give you a credit card number. I don't give you any information. You just give it to me, and then I can go home and I can sign it up. How about that? No. Ton Stoffel. Learned, learned in, in econ. There's What's no that? such thing as a free lunch. Oh, yeah. John yeah. Stossel. Oh, whatever. This yeah. is, uh, My teacher taught it as Tan Stoffel. Tan Stoffel? Yeah. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Like, yeah. the abbreviation. Oh, I thought you were talking about John Stossel. <laughs> oh, no. John Stossel's the political commentator, and he's also very libertarian. So, like, that's... He oh, always, he's so, oh okay. And so, he, he, like, Milton Friedman, you know, he inspires... Uh, Milton Friedman inspires John Stossel, and he always says, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> right. That's probably where it came from. Yeah, maybe. Probably. It sounds the same. Yeah. But, yeah, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, when, you know, in Canada, they talk about, oh, we have free health care. It's like, 
yeah, but you're paying more in taxes. You're paying more for alcohol, which I know something that <laughs> a lot of people who say that like. So you're paying a lot more money in alcohol. There's just more inflation there. So things cost more. Higher sales tax, higher tax on liquor and tobacco products. So you're paying for it, but you're just not paying for it directly. Well, not to mention if you need something done from a specialist, it takes forever. MRI, the average wait time is a month and a half there. Me, it took three days. Yeah. And that was, and that was they, during a long period. It, here, we have walk-in MRIs. Yeah. Well, it was like, oh, we're really busy because it's around the holidays, so it might not be for three days. I'm like, oh, okay. Three days? <laughs> and one of them was a Sunday. Yeah. And so, and that's a long time. In Canada, it's month and a half. Well, if you know you got a fucked up hip or something, you can't wait a month and a half. You're just in excruciating pain. Yeah, that sucks. No such thing as a free lunch. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess uh, should we do some NFL picks and get out of here? I got one. Uh, I got one scam I want to touch oh, okay. on. It's a multi-level marketing scam. Many of you maybe have heard of it. Maybe you've been exposed to it. Vima and Verve. No. Okay, so it was an energy drink. Oh, shit. No, no, no. Hold on. I think yeah. I've heard of Verb Energy before. Yeah, Verb. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Just search it up. You, you talk. I, I'm pretty sure I've <laughs> yeah. been like targeted ads for this before. Yeah, look it up. So it is... It's one of those things. It's a pyramid scheme. It's like the definition of a well, pyramid scheme. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I'm thinking there's these Verb Energy bars. Oh, no. Uh, Probably not. Probably not because it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. They, oh, all right. This is different. These are uh, energy bars that have caffeine in them. These are legit. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So tell me, tell no. me your yeah. Vima Verb and uh, Vima Verb. They were an energy drink. I remember, and this is the first time I've ever been exposed to one of these pyramid schemes. Mm-hmm. I was freshman in college, September beginning, and that's when it was really starting to happen. That's when like Cutco and all that shit was going on too. So uh, I get it text from a guy who you know we chilled in high school and we knew each other since elementary school so it was one of those things like we go way back we didn't chill a lot in high school but you know we still hung out on occasion and we lost touch over the summer because we were all going to college but guy from he's like hey man what are you doing on friday nothing much he goes hey come on over i'm having some people over um stop on by (laughs) he invited you to the pitch yeah and so i'm like yeah sure uh had like a party or something. He's like, yeah, I'm just having some people over. Um, he didn't even tell you? Well, he said, I'm having some people over. He goes, I'm, I'm working on a project. Oh, and, uh, you he, s- he goes, I'm working on a project. And, uh, you know, I'm just talking to some people who I know uh, could be helpful for, for that. He, he really like schmoozed me. You I'm like, motherfucker. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay. It was a very vague description. Project. I needed your help on working on stuff. Project X? Is there a keg there? <laughs> right, I mean, exactly. Well, there was beer there. Well, I mean, it, of yeah, course, yeah, it was a good way he, to... He's just working his way up to right. Cabela's gift card. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> and better than a house in Florida, <laughs> northern Michigan. So, I get there, and he's like, hey, man, what's going on? And he's wearing, like, a nice shirt and cologne. And I'm like, the fuck? Like... <laughs> am I going to be kidnapped or something? Like, am I going to be skinned alive and thrown down a well? Like, it was just weird. And his parents weren't home, which is odd because I'm like, oh, hey, where are your parents? <laughs> it was, he wanted... invited you to his parents' place? Yeah. Oh, we, we were 19. 
I know it's just it's funnier, right? Like, oh pic- yeah, pic- picturing yeah. it like it's his parents' basement. Yeah, yeah, like there's pictures of mom and dad on the wall. Where he's like trying to pitch you like to sell this shit. Right? Yeah, he's like eight years old in the picture, right by the door. It's like, oh yeah. And so we go downstairs, and there are like all these people, and it's just like a weird vibe. And I don't know anyone. I'm like, hey, and, no- and nobody really knows why they're there. Right? Yeah, I'm like, hey, dude, like who who are these people? And then like some guy introduces himself. He's like, hey man, I'm blah 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 blah. It's like you're to talk about the project. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was so thrown off guard. And then, boom! Like some guy arrives. Am, am I am I getting into a cult? Right. I thought I was legit getting into a cult. And so finally, the guy arrives. Like, oh, Eric's here. Sweet dude. Oh, Eric's awesome, man. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, shit. I knew I was gonna get killed. And he rolls in, and he's got a Mercedes. Um, but it says Vima Verve on the Mercedes. So. Do you really have a Mercedes if it's covered in advertisements? The dude, Eric, comes down, um, talks about like the thing, the sales pitch, lets us try the product. And Noah's like, yeah, man, I think uh, we could be a good team if you guys are all to get down. And I'm like, no. No, this is ridiculous. I have to pay $300, and that's just like an entry fee, and then I have to sell shit? So hold on. I have to pay you to do the job for you? No. How about I just work for you and you give me money? And I remember asking him that. Like, why can't I just work for you? Why can't I just sell stuff for you and then you pay me commission? He's like, yeah, you buy the product and then um, you sell it. I'm like, no, no, no. I want like an hourly rate or a commission rate. I don't want to put any money. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he he just kept deflecting the question. And I'm like, dude, this is, this is weird. Something's up. And then... I just remember talking to uh, one of the guys, and he looks, he goes, you know, it's not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> and I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about that, because I, I, I haven't, I was never introduced to a pyramid scheme before. Right, I was right. 19. And I'm like, what the fuck's a pyramid scheme? And then, he's, and then he explained it to me. And then I'm like, oh. And then I like turned around, walked around for a little bit, thought about it. <laughs> and five minutes later, I'm like, I think this is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it took me a while. It took me a while to figure it out. Right, hold on one second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing the challenge flag. What? <laughs> so you stayed for the pitch? Yeah. Why would you stay? It was my buddy from school. I can't believe you stayed and listened to him sell, like try and sell whatever it was. Well, I, well, it was the pitch to join. I just because they were so vague about it. There was never yeah, yeah. good. This is a friend I've known for a decent amount of time up to this point, and I'm like, hey, I just want to kind of like, what's going on? Like, why do you invite me here? So I didn't get an answer until the end, and then at the end, there's beer, so I fucking stayed. And you know, you're just sitting kind of talking to people. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Like I was given it a second, and then the guy mentioned the pyramid scheme thing, and I'm like, what's that? Huh? And then he explained it. He's like, "It's different here because we're gonna be partners." That's hilarious. It's like the episode of the, like the this guy. He's like, uh, "It's like the episode of the, the Office, office yeah. where where he, he's like, yeah, so I'm here, and then you know you're here, and everyone else is here on this level, and yeah. then like you just won't draw the outline <laughs> right, of the yeah. pyramid." <laughs> exactly. So no, I was. I, I, it took me a while, and the way he pitched it was, "Oh, we're gonna be working as a team." I'm like, "That's weird." Oh, I yeah that. That's hilarious. Right. Like, we're going to be working as a team together. It's like, we're not working as a team. You're getting us all to buy into your shit product. 
And then we then are stuck and we have to find other people. Yeah. I Otherwise, got, we don't make any money. Along these lines, it just sparked my memory. Uh, student painters. Kind of a kind of on the same thing. Pyramid scheme. Do you have any experience with student painters? No, I don't. So you can make money doing it, like, but you work your ass off. But for a lot of the people, like, basically the concept is, you know, you you can be your own business owner or whatever. Of you, you work for student painters. You go door to door. Yeah. And more more often than not, you have other people go door to door for you. But you're going door to door too, trying to sell paint painting jobs, and then. Uh, you know, you have people working for you to actually do the painting too, but like if you're really good at it, you can make a lot of money, but more often than not, you're just working like you're busting your ass working like, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70 hours and you're not making a lot of money. Oh damn. So you're just trying to like recruit people to. Yeah. And it's, you only get a commission of like the, it's not like you get all the money, right? Like you only get a commission of what you sell like paint job wise and the people that are working under you that are actually doing the painting and going door to door, they're just making minimum wage. So, so you have to do all the work of running a so business, you, but not yeah, so, run the business. Yeah. So that's, that's why I kind of lean in the camp of like, it's kind of a scheme, but you also, oh yeah, you can get that out of there. Yeah. It's kind of a scheme, but you also, uh, I mean, you, you get some valuable skills from it, but like also you could just open your own business. Yeah. I feel like at that, obviously you need the capital to do that. Well, but I, I mean, I know a girl I went to college with, she made like, she made good money doing it one summer. I think she made like 20 grand, but it. She was also working like 60, 70, 80, 80 hours, was hours a week. Like she's busting her ass. She's going door to door, right? Uh, well, she had, <laughs> I'll cut this, but she had, <laughs> oh, yikes. And they helped her go door to door, but she, yeah, they, she went, she went to, did they pay her or did she pay them? Yes. But there were, there were disputes of, I, I think one of them didn't get their full amount that they were owed. Sounds about right. Yeah. So. Kind of on the borderline, but also kind of uh, kind of a scheme. Yeah. So I do have to bring up Vima and Verve again. I did have another experience with them after. So, you know, I had the shitty pitch meeting, which was, you know, which kind of sucked because like I got I was getting duped a little bit because, I mean, they did a good job of really kind of stringing me along by just not like disclosing stuff. And then it's at the very end where it's like, yeah, you do have to invest. And it's like, oh, OK. Yeah, that's uh, if if you have to invest money to sell shit for someone that's else, you know that's a scam. a scam. That's a scam. As soon as you have to invest money, it's a scam. That's how you know. But then it came up again uh, a year later, sophomore year of college, and once again, someone from high school. This time, I didn't talk to him at all, dude. I talked to him maybe sophomore year of high school. It's sophomore year of college. Did not keep in touch at all calls me up out of the blue. Hey man, just want to talk to you. I just got a great like opportunity investment for you. Um, you know, I know you're a really smart guy and you could tell like they were all reading from the same script. Like they were given a script to read. He read the script and, uh, I didn't call him back. I probably should have called him back and should have been like, dude, it's a fucking pyramid scheme. Um, but I figured I'd just leave it out. Then I was at a party. Someone brought out their new product. It was called party. It was their iced tea instead of their energy drink. They also came out with a, an iced tea. They called it party. And they're like, dude, it's so good. You got to try it. You got to try it. And I tried it. And I'm like, it's not bad, but like, it's just fucking tea. Like, it's just iced tea. Just go to 7-Eleven and get it. Why do I got to create a whole business model? Why do I need to give you $300? Why can't I just buy it from you? Or why can't I just buy it at the store? 
why can't I like why can't I just why work instead of for you instead of investing all that money into uh, setting something up why don't I just make a better tea right just pay me yeah yeah just pay me and I'll sell it for you or it, it just made no I hated how they just oh you gotta you gotta join you gotta use me as a reference like dude come on you know this is a scam how do you not for real yeah um let's let's do these are the if if you don't want to get scammed just follow these tips yeah if it sounds too good to be true it probably is Mm -hmm. if someone's promising you you know 90 percent returns or you'll double your money in fast or you'll make two percent a day it's a scam if someone wants you to send them money via WhatsApp or Venmo or something where you have no chance of getting it back or it's not through your bank or a credit card, it's probably a scam. Probably a scam. If someone says that they love you online and you have not met them in person and they will not FaceTime you and you only call them and see their pictures, they are scamming you. I can only think of one occasion in which that has turned out well. Not well. Where the guy was real. My dad's got this friend. Weirdo. He's got two daughters. Three daughters. They're all awkward as shit. They were all homeschooled. So, you know, they have that homeschooled awkwardness. Uh, They're very homely looking. They look like Amish people. They don't wear makeup. They're just very plain, just strange people. Um, She met a dude from Canada and they got married. For a year, they did not see each other. They called. What? They texted. Are you serious? Yeah, they just chatted online. Yeah, very weird. Wow. They had their wedding the same place we had our fraternity initiation, Hawkwoods <laughs> Nature Center. So, yeah, they got married at a nature center that holds Boy Scout meetings and fraternity gatherings for <laughs> the local college. <laughs> So it worked out for them. I'm glad they're happy. But at the same time, dude, it's probably a scam. That's wild. Well, hey, man. I mean, I there guess... There are some weirdos out there. Yeah. I There's no denying that. Shit. <laughs> I wonder how many times they both got scammed until they finally found one that wasn't a scam. Dude, yeah, for real. They both are like, shit, like, man, I, I sent 10 grand to the last person I was dating. Shit, me, me too. too. <laughs> I said 20. Not gonna do it again this time, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're real, right? You don't you don't need my <laughs> right. money? No, I, I've got money. Right. I just want to talk online with you. Oh, <laughs> they have to be real because that's lame as shit. <laughs> that's how they probably knew it wasn't legit. They didn't ask for money after four months. <laughs> yeah, they're just happy to be talking to someone. Right? Like, wow, person. <laughs> yeah, we can do some NFL picks. Oh shit! What? Oh, I just we've been going for yeah. almost two hours. Solid. Good stuff. Yeah, we can get some NFL picks. All right, let's do it. All right, so the picks I like the most this weekend going down here, Lions plus one against the Jets. I love the Lions. They've been super hot. Uh, I will probably bet them straight up. I will probably also put them in teasers, seven-point teasers, ten-point teasers, all sorts of teasers. I kind of like the Bengals minus three and a half, too. Bucks are playing like garbage. Yeah, you're at home. No, they're on the road. No, no, no. Bucks are at home. Yeah. Defense. Dude, that defense looked terrible against San Francisco. That defense has been playing well, too. 
and then go up against San Francisco, drop a fucking shit game. Um, so I he, he, here's what I like. As we mentioned before on the podcast, three teams, 10 points plus the spread. Um, I like a lot of games this week. So comment below and see if uh, – comment below. Comment what do you look for if you do this tri- – if you kind of joined with us or you've been doing it before, you pick three teams, you add 10 points onto the existing spread. Uh, what minus, do you, minus 120. Yeah, minus 120. Some places can be minus 115 like Barstool. Yeah. So – um, what are your strategies? How do you how do you approach it? What do you look for? Um, what keys? If you do do this strategy, if you don't do it, what would you look for? Um, but some of the things that I look for when I'm approaching this, you look for games with low over unders. So like the Pittsburgh Steelers Carolina Panthers game, thirty seven and a half. Um, or oh, go, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Pittsburgh's getting three. So you know you include them in the parlay, thirteen points. You know it's going to be a lower scoring game, and I, I feel really comfortable with that. Or even along those lines, the Dolphins-Bills game. I know it's it's in Buffalo. It's going to be cold or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the total is 43.5. There might be some snow. But getting Dolphins, boosting it from plus 7 to 17, it's like, holy smokes. Like, are they really going to get beat by 17? Right. Exactly. Like, that's a huge – you said it would be 17.5 though, right? Uh, 17 on the app I'm looking at now. Okay. Yeah. But, but like 17.5 yeah. too. So, if, like, that .5 movement also makes a difference too. But I like the lines with that. I like it's. I know it's the Thursday night game. This, um, you know, it's coming up tomorrow. But I like Seattle. You're getting thirteen and a half there. Kenneth Walker is playing. That's still a that's still a grimy pick after. It, and I mean grimy in the sense of like, like oh, like I'm like it is. But be, be, just because of how the 49ers just handled the Bucks and how the Seahawks on the other hand right. looked like poop against the Cardinals. Right. Or, yeah. or, I'm sorry. The the Carolina Panthers. Right. True. But Seattle at home divisional game. Look at what the Broncos did against Kansas City. They put up a decent fight. Away game, divisional game. Stuff weird stuff happens. Weird stuff happens. It's hard to win those games. And on Thursday nights, the games are always mm-hmm. sloppy. Yes. Um, usually the home team does better than expected because they right. haven't had to travel on the short week, whereas the other team has been on the road. The world's going to be on San Francisco. You're getting a ratty home dog, especially 13 and a half. I don't think it will, especially if Purdy doesn't play. But if he does, maybe in the line goes to like plus four, four and a half, and you could get 14 or 14 and a half. Yeah, I think it might be adjusting with Kenneth Walker. Oh, right, right, right. So I'd snag it before it goes away. Yeah. I bet you somebody. But Lions, I like Lions plus 11. Love the Lions plus 11. <laughs> Tennessee plus 13 against Chargers. You can even throw Ooh, that in there. I don't hate that at all. Everyone's counting Tennessee out after the last couple of weeks. Right. And also, too, the Chargers really haven't looked amazing. And they're at home, so you know you're getting some adjustment there. But at the same time, uh, the Chargers really don't have a home field advantage. You know, No one goes to those games. And so Tennessee... Yeah, they're getting three points because they're away. But that kind of tells you that Vegas has seized the game as a pretty even matchup. And, yeah, the money line's – if you look at the money line, the money line's pretty pretty close. Uh, like, I'll give you an example. A three-and-a-half-point three game plus 170. Tennessee plus three. That money line plus 130. Oh, so wow. It's, so it's a tight three. Yeah. It's a tight three. Vegas, um, 
Vegas sees it as a lot closer than it is. So there's a lot more value with that three points than other places. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. You know what I is kind of dirty, but I kind of like is doing, and I don't usually end up doing the overs, but doing teasing the over in the Rams-Packers game from 39.5 to 29.5. The Packers are coming off a bye. I feel like they're, they're going to be good for 21 to 24 points, and yeah. I, I can count on the Rams, you know, for an additional seven. So that should more than cover it. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I might get down on that. Um, What do you... Th- <laughs> Interesting number. Washington and New York. Four mm. and a half. Washington at home. So Washington plus five and a half? No, it'd be... Uh, no, I'm just... That's an interesting game. Oh, yeah. Because definitely. two teams, similar records. Right. They just tied each other. They just tied each other, but it's in Washington. I think Washington's the better team. Yeah, but for sure. Four and, a ha- four and a half. Like, you don't need the Giants to win. You just need them to keep it close. And four is manageable. So that's an interesting... I think there's a lot of... Washington's laying a bigger number than I think they should. Yeah, I don't necessarily hate that, but I will probably bet Commander's money line parlayed with something else. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I would do that. I'm not playing it, but oh, it's just something yeah. interesting that I thought. Like, hmm. For sure. Yeah, uh, the other one I saw in here. Oh, for the 10-point teaser, the Chiefs taking it from minus 14 to minus 4 against the Texans. Oh, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs should blow them out. Yeah, the Air. Chiefs... the. Chiefs should beat them by 20 easily. So I might do that one too. Yeah. Arizona plus 13 against Denver. Yeah. So I, gross, but I love it. It's so gross, dude. <laughs> that's going to be a 16 to like 10 game. Oh my God. Yeah. If even. Right. So you know that's going to be a dog shit game. You're getting 13 points where points are at a premium. Or you could put the under in there, take it from uh, whatever it is. What would you say it was? 30, oh, 36 and a half to 46 and a half. Those teams aren't scoring 46 and a half points. Can you uh, tease? Is that how 10 point? Is that how you tease it? Yeah. Can I mix that with two teams? Yeah, definitely. Oh. I've done it. Yeah, I've done it before. I, do, I don't do it. I do it like very rarely, but yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I might try that out. Bro, t- who's who's scoring more than two or th- two to three touchdowns in that game? Nobody. No one. No one's scoring at all. Yeah. How about this? Oh, no. It's too much juice. Huh? Listen to this. Lions plus seven under oh. 42 Denver, Arizona. <laughs> I even, like it. Even money. Oh, even money? Yeah. I can get behind that. Or minus 110. Minus 110. Oh, what? A, yeah, even money. Yeah. I don't hate that at all. That, I think, sneaky good. Yeah. Might have to... Uh, Put the hammer down on that. <laughs> Watch uh, Rippin or whatever uh, the guy from the Broncos, Broncos put up like thirty-five just by himself. Yeah, he's the next. Yeah, he's the next Tom Brady. Right, he's the next Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, any anything else? No, that's all I got. Interesting slate, so I'm excited for this week. Um, yeah, I just a lot of teams that I that I like. I think there's gonna be a lot of close games. Yeah. Always, always are. Good stuff. Yeah. 
Well, uh, that was episode seven. Uh, let us know if you like the format with one general topic. I know we kind of went into different rabbit holes, but let us know about this episode compared to the last one. Uh, not sure what we're doing next week, but yeah. Thanks for watching. All about scams. <laughs>